friends. Welcome to Listen Friend, the pop culture podcast where we share the opinions that no one asked for. Everyone needs a friend who's loud about the things they love, and we want to be yours. I'm Britt. And I'm Amanda. And we are currently, well, not at the time that you're that we're recording this, but by the time this is released, we will be 24 hours away from Taylor Swift's re-recorded version of Red, Woo-hoo. which means we are also like, hi Sadie, which means we are also <laughs> Sadie's like, excited too. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> which means we're also 24 hours or less away from... Taylor's 10 minute all too well short film that I'm pumped with about. Your, with your boo. With my favorite bland white man, Dylan O'Brien. He's yes. not bland, actually. I take that back. He's just one of my favorite white men. Yes. So, last week we ranked the Taylor Swift music video love interest. This mm-hmm. week we are ranking our top three songs from each album, plus a few probably because it's hard to pick just three. Um, so, where, do you have any, like, news or announcements or anything? Uh, No, I'm just, Sadie's acting a fool, and I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We're, I'll just go ahead and tell everybody who's listening, like, we're on a time crunch, because I am in the process of moving. So, this is gonna be probably, um, real quick, and for me. Mm -hmm. Well, let me let me let me take that back. I'm not gonna be quick. <laughs> no, it's the hard discussion to be quick. will not. The the quality. Yeah. We're, will, yeah. Not that the quality is exceptional <laughs> ever. Normally, but we but at like, least try to take out when Sadie acts a fool. Yeah, but we're probably gonna power through more than we take breaks to let you know to collect ourselves and to collect Sadie and all that. So yeah, she's just gonna be more a part of the conversation today. Than fine, it's just life, and we are doing our best. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you, you don't have any, any news or anything other than no. us being pumped? No. I don't know who's going to check on me when that video comes out. Me? That's true, you will. Okay, so, um, we'll just jump straight in. Did you want to go first, or should I go first? You go first. Okay, and I'm just going to do all three of mine, and then I'll let you do all three of yours. So, we're going to start with Taylor Swift's self-titled album. This came when I started this list. I was like, I'm gonna say which album, like when the album came out. I stopped doing that after the first one, but this one did come out in October of 2006. And when it came out, Taylor was 16. So all of these songs are written by a teenager, but well, for sure, for sure, a teenager. Um, there are some I think she may have written even younger than that because this was a lot of like her early, early stuff. So my um. My first favorite off this album is Tim McGraw, which I didn't think it was going to be on there, but as I, like, went back and re-listened, I was like, this is sweet. I like this. Yeah. You know, it's just one of her early songs about losing out on love, and the insight she had, even as a 15 or a 16-year-old, is insane. Um, you know, the way she could think to phrase things and stuff. Yes. And the the single itself is special to me because it's the first one. Right. Like, this is the first one where everybody was like, oh, she's like something. Um, I forgot to mention, but we're also going to give, like, our favorite moment from the song or our favorite line. Um, so my favorite line from this, from Tim McGraw is, and I'm back for the first time since then, and I'm standing on your street, and there's a letter that's on your door- doorstep, and the first thing that you'll read is when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song. 
um, you know, I'm not going to do the whole chorus, but it ends with her saying, like, when you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. And I love that. I think it's worded really pretty. Okay, so my second favorite is Tied Together with a Smile. I don't know. Like, this is not a song I've thought about for real since I've listened to it, like, mm -hmm. in 2006, 2007. But when I went back and listened to it, I was like, oh, I remember, like, not crying to this song, but, like, being sad to this song. Yeah. Uh, my favorite line is the chorus, basically, mm -hmm. which is, also, it's so hard to say the, like, I'm not going to sing them because that's offensive. Right, but it's hard but, <laughs> to everyone. It's hard to not say them rhythmically. Right, yeah. and so I just sound, I don't know, but it's fine. But the chorus is, hold on, baby, you're losing it. The water's high, you're jumping into it and letting go. Mm -hmm. And no one knows that you cry, and you don't tell anyone that you might not be the golden one. You're tied together with a smile, but you're coming undone. Alright, and then my very favorite song from um, the self-titled album is Cold As You. Mm -hmm. This is a track five song, and if you don't know a lot about Taylor Swift, like, all of her track fives are supposed to be, like, the most personal, the most heartbreaking, the most emotional. Um, and for the most part, the track fives are always my favorite song. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite songs of all time from mm -hmm. her. Probably some of my favorite lyrics of all time ever. Um, and I have a whole big note. I told myself I was going to, like, stop reading straight from my notes. But, like, I can't. I just <laughs> showed her the notes. That. And they are long. Okay. So, first off, I want to point out how good the lyrics are for someone so young. Mm -hmm. Like, her grasp of, like, emotions and the, the gray area of everything, even... As a young, like, I mean, 15? Yeah. That's, that's insane. insane. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let's see. The lyrics are very raw, honest, beautifully stated, and I identified with them very hard in high school. And this is something I don't talk about often because it just feels, like, important and, like, putting it into words would diminish it somehow. And I'm not going to name any of the people in this situation, but, I mean, if you know me, like, if you knew me in high school, you know and, um, and I wasn't going to talk about it, but then I talked to one of my friends and she was like, just do it and just don't name anybody. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So welcome to the Dirty Laundry Podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I also don't want to dive too deep into this because I'm scared if I open up too much, like I'll just sit here and cry for an hour and like <laughs> that will be your podcast <laughs> episode. But these events in my life are the reasons why Taylor Swift songs are just so, so important to me. So I want to share like just a little bit. Okay, so I feel like with this song especially, like, I definitely had that one, like, fling thing in high school, you know, like, with the tragic little almosts, and I feel like every girl has that guy in their youth where it wasn't really a relationship, but it wasn't nothing, mm -hmm. and because it's not really a relationship, you have to cling to the little things, the stolen glances, the past notes, the secret study dates, you know, when it comes to first love, some people get, like, grand feasts, and some of us get thrown table scraps, and you look back on it, and you're like, oh, baby girl, no. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you're like, I love him, and I will fight for him. Right. But at some point, you're crying on the bathroom floor like, hey, man, I would literally die for you, and you won't even tell anyone. So, like, that was awful. Yeah. But I survived. Um, but this song got me through a lot of that, and I would like to thank that man from my past right now for being the reason I'm still single, like not in a bitter way, but in a thank you for teaching me what love is not so that I'll never settle for love in half measures. So That's all good. that to say, this song was like, I feel like 
and a reason why I've loved Taylor Swift's music for forever is because it often felt like each album felt like she like took my diary, wrote some songs about it, and then gave it back to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was that way up until Lover. Love <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Taylor like left me in the dust with that one. She <laughs> fell in love, and I said, "Never mind. I'll stay right here." We're not in the same boat anymore. Not anymore. But um, this song especially, like, even now when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, man. So, I have three very favorite lines from this song. Mm -hmm. The first being, when you take, you take the very best of me. And I start a fight because I need to feel something. And you do what you want because I'm not what you wanted. Mm -hmm. What a shame. What a rainy ending given to a perfect day. Just walk away. No use defending words that you will never say. And now that I'm sitting here thinking it through, I've never been anywhere cold as you. And then, you put up walls and paint them all a shade of gray. And I stood there loving you and wished them all away. And you come away with a great little story of a mess of a dreamer with the nerve to adore you. And my very favorite line from the song is, You never did give a damn thing, honey, but I cried, cried for you. And I know you wouldn't have told nobody if I died, died for you. Mm-hmm. A 15-year-old wrote that. Mm-hmm. Like. I would have been proud if I just came up, if I was 15, just came up with the, now that I'm sitting here thinking it through, I've never been anywhere cold right. as you. Like, at 15. I would have thought that I was a genius for right. just that, let alone like, the whole rest of the song. Like, if at 15, if I had thought to call myself a mess of a dreamer. Yeah. Like, I 100% was a mess of a dreamer. But, like, to be able to put it in the right. yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's my faves from Taylor Swift. Um, great. Yeah. Mine are similar. Um, so I also had Cold As You, um, and my favorite line is the one that I just said, the, um, never been anywhere cold as you. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that I love from this album, um, including all of the ones that were, like, the singles. So, like, right. Picture to Burn, Our Song, um, I don't, we should have said no. Yeah, it's, technically, yes, it was a single. Okay. Um, I also did love Tied Together with a Smile and Tim McGraw, and then I also, like, really loved Invisible at the time because of this boy mm-hmm. that I had a crush on, and he was dating this other girl, and so I just thought that, you know, that yeah. was, I just related. But my um, other two favorites besides The Cold Is You um, are I'm Only Me When I'm With You. That's a fun one. It's just fun, and I like it musically. Let me say that. A lot of mine, I don't... I like lyrics, but that's not what I hear first, and that's not typically what makes me fall in love with a song. Like, yeah. I usually fall in love with a song because it, like, hooks me musically. Yeah. And then I pay attention to the lyrics later. Um, so there's not necessarily a specific lyric from that one that I love. But then I'll, and kind of same thing with Teardrops on My Guitar. That one's another one of my favorites. Um, what it was the one the line that you mentioned earlier? Um, and there he goes so perfectly, the, the kind yeah. of flawless I wish I could be. And then I also like that he's the time taken up, um, but there's but never, there's never enough. enough, and he's all that I need to fall into. Love that part. Yeah, that one also has some like way too impressive lines for a fifteen year old. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So okay, there we go. All right, on to fearless. So before I go into my actual rank, I do want to give like a little shout out to 15. I don't particularly love the song and I didn't like it was not a favorite when the album came out. But I, when I listen to it now, I'm like, you know, like I like what she's trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. So I do want to give like a little um, shout out to 
this very impactful line from that one, which is, well, actually two. The first being, back then I swore I was going to marry him someday, but I realized some bigger dreams of mine. Mm -hmm. And then also, in your life you'll do things greater than dating the boy on the football team. Mm -hmm. And if you knew me in high school, you know exactly why these lines are so important to me. And I'll just leave it at that for now. (laughs) But my actual favorite songs from the album are White Horse. It's another track five. I really think until we get to 1989, every single one of my ranks has a track five on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just another song of her reflecting on a, a heartbreak, a failed relationship. My favorite lines in that are, my mistake I didn't know to be in love, you had to fight to have the upper hand. And commentary on that is that I just applaud the people whose first love stories are beautiful. Mm-hmm. But mine was like a wreck, mm-hmm. which in retrospect is poetic in a lot of ways, but at the time it was just a nightmare. And this whole song, but especially that line, I remember thinking like, is it supposed to be this traumatic? Like, am I supposed to feel like I'm being, like, that I'm always in an emotional knockdown drag out? Right. And that, so that made that line very relatable to me. Um, possibly my favorite song on that album is You're Not Sorry. I literally wrote, LOL, another heartbreak song. Who is surprised? <laughs> so that entanglement I mentioned previously, which is the relationship I think of most often when I find parts in Taylor's songs that I identify with, was kind of an on-again, off-again kind of thing. And there was a period there in junior year of high school where it was very much off, and it got very ugly at times where we just weren't kind to each other at all, and I remember listening to this song and being like, yes, Taylor, put it all into words. Thank Mm -hmm. you. This is exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. So my favorite line from that is, looking so innocent, I might believe you if I didn't know. Could have loved you all my life if you hadn't left me waiting in the cold. And then my um, other favorite from Fearless is actually a bonus track. It's The Other Side of the Door, and it's specifically for the outro. Which, and, like, that is, like, the reason I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, because it was a bonus track, like, it wasn't really on my radar in high school when it came out. But now when the song comes on, like, you best believe I'm screaming all of it. Mm-hmm. But the outro is, because I know all I need is on the other side of the door with your face and your beautiful eyes and the conversations with the little white lies and the faded picture of a beautiful night. You carried me from the car up the stairs, and I broke down crying. Was she worth this mess? After everything in that little black dress, after everything, I must confess, I need you. Okay, so, um, on Fearless, um, my, probably my favorite in high school, which I, I didn't necessarily, like, personally relate to this, but I really loved the idea of it, which, like, now looking back, I'm like, that was not a very healthy oh, thing no, to Oh, no, tell me why. <laughs> no, it's not oh, tell good. me why. No, I'm sorry, not tell me why. Um, the way I loved it. That's you. it. Yep, that's it. Um, and when I went to her concert um, for my 16th birthday, me and my parents took me and two of my friends to, it was like Cute. her first like headlining, whatever. And I was so disappointed she did not play this song. Um, but the whole like, he respects my space and never makes me wait and calls exactly when he says he will. Um, close to my mother, talks business with my father, charming and endearing and I'm comfortable. And the, like, idea of, like, comfortable being boring mm-hmm. and, like, 
than the shift to that she goes into in the chorus. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why, but that just, for some weird reason, resonated with me. Yeah. And it's not that I had experienced that. I think there's just, like, a secret part of you that wants to miss screaming and crying and I guess. fighting in the rain. I guess. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. and you're cursing his name. Um, but, yeah. So. Yeah. I think the, um... The roller coaster kind of rush. Yeah. That's part of it, too. Interesting. Yeah. Never knew I could feel that much. As yeah? A, as a nine who tries to not feel the things. Yeah, Maybe sorry. that's like a hair floating in oh. my eye. I'm not rolling my eyes at you. It's okay, so no, I was worried there was a bug. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, I also weirdly love Fearless, and maybe it's because it's a similar thing. The idea of, like, I don't, like, if it rains, I run inside. Yeah. So, like, maybe that, the idea of being that, like, carefree to be in a, my nicest outfit. Dan, are we uncovering things about you right now? <laughs> maybe. Like, do we need to go find you a wild man? <laughs> I don't know. This is why like, I that's also terrifying. Saying, this is why I keep saying, if we're going to track down the Hallmark men, that you should get Tyler Hines because he needs to do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who we're going to find me. Somebody patient. <laughs> I ain't got it together patient. at all. Uh, but anyway, we can so, talk about that in a couple of weeks, though. So, yeah, Fearless was my is also in my top three. I should have saved those two for last because then Hey Steven sounds boring. <laughs> but I, I like Hey Steven, not necessarily. It's, again, it's one of those that I don't necessarily love it for the lyrics, but just for the... It's, it's a fun, cute, like little catchy bop yeah um and then my honorable mentions tell me why i was an honorable mention mm. um and forever and always because i love the part where she's like were you just kidding when he when he said whatever yeah i love that part and then i love breathe i do well. love breathe That's breathe is still because breathe is actually not about a relationship it's about a friendship Mm -hmm. and I love that Mm -hmm. um I love forever and always but I could not officially put it on this list because that would be disrespectful to my boo Joe Jonas yeah I remember being so conflicted yeah when they were like breaking up and like she was I don't think he was feuding with her but like she was very much feuding with him oh man those were rough times for me Mm -hmm. okay are we ready to move to speak now we are Okay, so, like, Speak Now, first off, uh, notable for being her first, like, solely self-written album. She did not have any Mm co-writers. And um, it's also, like, I could have put every song from Speak Now on this list. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first we have Dear John, which is another track five. Yep. I love me a track five. Uh, I literally wrote, another track five, this will continue to be a theme. Mm-hmm. So this is another one that reminds me of that one guy from high school. That one guy from high school is getting <laughs> did so a, much clout today. Yes, he did a number. He's not listening. It's fine. <laughs> and don't don't a single one of you text me about this either. <laughs> to the three people from high school who listen. Casey, you can text me about it, but nobody else. Okay, so this song also used to make me think of him and specifically how things sort of fell apart. It's hard when the situation is just so precarious. Like, when the relationship is just, like, always on, like, the precipice of the end. Mm -hmm. And when everybody has an opinion on it, but, like, they don't actually know what 
is they only know what they see. Yeah. And there's so much that you don't see in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Whatever. That's not what this episode is for. (laughs) But, once again, Taylor is excellent at putting these complicated feelings into words. Mm -hmm. My favorite lines from the song are, Now you'll add my name to your long list of traitors who don't understand. And I'll look back and regret how I ignored when they said, run as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. And then you are, I almost sang it. You are an expert at sorry and keeping lines blurry. Never impressed by me acing your tests. All the girls that you've run dry have tired, lifeless eyes because you've burned them out. And then she says. Like, whoa. Right. And And especially thinking about it being John Mayer. I know. And then she responds to that line by saying but I took your matches before fire could catch me so don't look now I'm shining like fireworks over your sad empty town Mm -hmm. like I was never shining like fireworks over anybody's sad empty (laughs) town but like one day I will be (laughs) so I love that Mm -hmm. okay settle in because I have a controversial second pick and I told you I wasn't gonna do it and then last night I changed my mind okay I put better than revenge On my list, and I'm just going to read y'all what I wrote because, once again, I have written an essay, and I don't want to get any of it wrong or, like, jumbled. But um, I'm just going to say right now that I think Taylor has matured a lot since writing and releasing this song, and that I don't think she would release it now or agrees with her stance in the song anymore, and I agree. I think she was wrong for it given what actually happened in the situation with Joe Jonas and Camilla Bell. Right? Okay, I always... Um, I think so. I almost always say Camilla, Camilla Cabello yeah. on accident, and like Shawn Mendes and her are not a part of this no. triangle. <laughs> Leave them out of this. They are They are precious. Okay, so all that being said, I do have a deep emotional connection to it that I still carry. Um, I'm just going to tell a story. It's fine. The final nail in the coffin for that high school relationship that... Mm, shaped my life when someone I trusted implicitly sought to sabotage the fragility of this relationship that meant so much to me. So there was one specific person who didn't go to school with us and I felt like this person and I were close and that I could share things with her because all my life I've struggled with like the complicated nature of how deep and big my feelings are and it helps to have someone you trust that you can sort of bounce things off of and confide in. Anyway, so she would listen and reassure me and then go back to him and sort of twist what I said around to make me look crazy, which uh, I do not like Anytime a girl, like sometimes people are crazy and I don't think we should call them crazy, but I don't like when people are having like regular emotions and they're like, oh, she's obsessive. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, she just likes him mm-hmm. and like maybe she needs to tone it down, but like when you're 17, mm-hmm. you just have feelings. Yeah. Anyway, but she decided she liked him too. And so she like would listen to me and then go back and like tell him everything, but like make it worse than it was. Mm-hmm. And it like kind of scared him off. And so he finally came to me and told me everything. But by then the damage was done. We never recovered and it changed everything for me. It changed the way I acted around guys around friends first off I got like mean girled afterwards and spent literal months alone and friendless and miserable and so it also changed how much I tell people like Mm -hmm. about anything and (laughs) I'm so emotional right now but I'm like also not I refuse to cry so we're not gonna 
But, um, yeah, and so, like, there are effects from this moment in my life that I still feel to this day, and, like, one day I'll go to therapy, but for a long (laughs) time I just listened to this song instead. And I will say, like, that person and I, like, we're fine. Like, apologies were made, I accepted them, like, we are fine. But at the time, it was awful. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I feel bad even sharing the story because she has made such an effort, but, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever actually stated how much I was hurt. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel fully apologized to, but that's on me, that's not on her. Mm -hmm. She's not listening, but if she is, like... We're good. I'm sorry. It's like the toothpaste thing, you know? Yeah. Like, like once you... Or, you like, when say you break a sorry. plate. Yeah, like, you can say you're sorry, and, like, you can accept that apology, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that, like, you can put the toothpaste back in the tooth. Right. You know? And it's like... I think Taylor's thing with the song is, like, she she was like, this girl stole my man. Mm-hmm. And uh, you... People can't be stolen. hmm So, I think that's, like, where she's coming from now, where she's like, I never should have written that. Like, yeah. She, nobody can be taken unless they want to be. be. Right. But you also don't hear somebody out and then use things they told you in secret mm-hmm. against them. So that's why I, I'm okay putting the song on the list, but also, like, let's not accuse people of being man stealers when they didn't actually do right. anything wrong. And she didn't even steal him. Like, <laughs> neither one of us got him. Right. But my favorite line from that song is, I never saw it coming, wouldn't have suspected it. I underestimated just who I was dealing with. She had to know the pain was beating on me like a drum. She underestimated just who she was stealing from. Mm -hmm. Which, I used to feel like such a little, such a little badass, Mm -hmm. like, listening to that song. Like, on my way to college, and I'd be, like, performing it in my car. Yeah, that one in Misery Business. Oh, man. Maybe and both songs like was... are, like, problematic. Yes. Because they're, like, slut-shaming. We right. don't do that anymore. Right. But... but in 2000, what, 11? <laughs> well, yeah. uh, this would have been, like, yes. 2010. Yes. Man. Okay, so my absolute favorite song from Speak Now is Last Kiss. Mm-hmm. Here we are again, mm-hmm. letting Taylor illustrate my feelings with her words. Mm-hmm. This is just a post-breakup song where she sort of, like, sits in her sadness and reflects on what she lost, and I, of course, can relate. There's also an element of, like, please come back to it. Like, she's, like, going through all these memory, like memories and moments, and at the end, she's like, I hope the sun shines. Like, I hope, I hope something, well, I'm about to say all this, so I'm not going to ruin it, but <laughs> there is, like, an element of, like, I wish you would come back yeah. to it. Um, so my favorite lines are, I do remember the swing in your step, the life of the party, you're showing off again, and I roll my eyes, and then you pulled me in. I'm not much for dancing, but for you I did, mm-hmm. because I love your handshake meeting my father. I love how you walk with your hands in your pockets, and how you kissed me when I was in the middle of saying something. There's not a day I don't miss those rude interruptions. And then later in the song, I hope the sun shines, and it's a beautiful day. And that something reminds you and you wish that you stayed. You can plan for a change in the weather and time, but I never planned on you changing your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point she was like 20. Yeah. Not even 20. 18. Mm-hmm. What must it be like to be able to phrase things so beautifully? No idea. Can't do it. I try, but it doesn't usually come out like that. I can't even get anywhere close to it, so. 
Um, okay. So last kiss was on my list as well. My part that I put for my favorite um, lines from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll watch your life in pictures like I used to watch you sleep. Makes me think about, especially now, mm-hmm. the social media. Yeah, like just <laughs> on know? like... I mean, now you find out, like, people you went to high school with got yes. married over Facebook. Right. They didn't get married over Facebook. Right. You found yeah, out through found Facebook. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that kind of makes me think about that. And then, um, I'll, and I feel you forget me like I used to feel you breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll keep up with our old friends just to ask them how you are. Um, and I just love the Your Name Forever, the name on my lips part. Yeah. It's just, like, it's, That is beautiful. the most beautiful song. Like, yes. I, and there's another part where she's, like, so I'll go sit on the floor wearing your clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the rest of it, but like, ugh. Mm-hmm. That is such a well-written song. I also, I didn't put it on my list, but I also really love Long Live because it makes me think of like my yeah. good friends. Yeah. When she's sweet. like, I had the time of my life fighting dragons with you. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the dragons are, but like, I'm glad we fought them together. Yes. Yes. I also like about Last Kiss, the um, like beat to it. It's like, bum. Bump. Yeah. Bump, bump. And it makes me think of walking down the aisle, how people used to yeah. do it. Step. Yeah. Mm, like one step. step, two step. Yep. You know the intro to that is like 27 seconds long because that's how long the phone call yes. that it took for yes. Joe Jonas to break up with her, which yes. we will not put Joe on blast on this podcast, <laughs> but but also it was 27 long, seconds long because she hung up on him. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, Taylor, girl, that's on you. Um. So then I also... Have um, sparks fly. Mm, that's fun. That one's a fun one, but I also mm. like the part that says, "Give me something that'll haunt me when you're not around." Yes. Um, because I just feel like that's relatable. You know, there's like yeah. certain specific moments that you think back on or that come into your head. Oh yeah. Um, and then I also put back to December. That one's my favorite one on the album. Um. And I like, um, it turns out freedom ain't nothing but missing you wishing I'd realize what I had when you were mine. Yes. <laughs> I also love in that song when she's like, I go back to December, turn around and change my own uh-huh. mind. I'm I like, like change my own mind, yeah. Um, Haunted is fun. It's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Never Grow Up, I can't listen to. I can't listen to it. <laughs> like, I can't listen I to cannot, it. I cannot, and I will not. And I can't talk about it, so. No, I can't. Don't want to. Okay. Okay, so we're ready to move on to Red, then. Yes. Okay, Red is my favorite album, like, I think, of all of her albums. I am pumped for the re-recording. I cannot express to y'all how jazzed I am about this all-too-well short film, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. So, my my first favorite is Holy Ground, and it's a lot like Last Kiss, where it's like a post-breakup reflection song. Um, but this time there's more, like, time and distance between her and this relationship. This song is also about Joe Jonas, just mm-hmm. so everyone knows. And so, like, there's kind of more peace involved. There's not so much that element of, like, I wish you would come back. It's more of an element of, like, I miss who we were then, but I don't necessarily want you back. Mm-hmm. Which is relatable. My favorite line from that is, I guess we fell apart in the usual way. And the story's got dust on every page, but sometimes I wonder how you think about it now, and I see your face in every crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. Like, I love that feeling of, like, you know, when you're in public and you're like, what if I just ran into them? Yeah. And you're, like, looking for them even though, like, you're looking for them in places you know they can't be. I love that. 
Um, also love Sad, Be- Beautiful, Tragic. I think it's very underrated, very underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I clearly love the songs about heartbreak, heartbreak, and I love the depressing tone and, like, how perfectly it describes how relationships fall apart, like, slowly and then all at once. So, Taylor Swift is notorious for being able to write a bridge. This one's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's distance, timing, breakdown, fighting, silence, this train runs off its track, kiss me, try to fix it, would you just try to listen, mm-hmm. hang up, give up, for the life of us, we can't get back, this sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. Mm. Okay. And then my favorite song from the album, probably my favorite song of hers ever, mm-hmm. is All Too Well. She really should have named the song everything Brittany Grantham wishes she could have said in 2011, but didn't have the words for. Mm -hmm. When this song came out, like, well, really when the album came out, I remember, like, listening and being like, oh, a track five song. I bet I'll like it. And then having a full, just sobbing, emotional breakdown in the parking lot of Target in my Ford Focus, (laughs) just, like, screaming. It was horrible, but, like, in the good way. Yeah. So, it's just a simple song. It's just her relaying a relationship from start to finish. But the way it's done is just, I've never heard anything that hit me so hard. Like, before or after. Like, this is my very, like, the very best song of hers for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, My favorite, which is why I'm pumped for the short film. I will not shut up about the short film. It's fine. If you see me in the hallway at work, I'm going to be like, hey, have you heard about Taylor Swift's short film? But... My favorite line from the song is the whole song, but I'm going to highlight the whole bridge. Mm -hmm. Specifically, maybe we got lost in translation, maybe I asked for too much, or maybe this thing was a masterpiece till you tore it all up. And then also, you call me up again just to break me like a promise, so casually cruel in the name of being honest. And then I think the lyrics that hit me the most... Where time won't fly, it's like I'm paralyzed by it. I'd like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it. That line shook me to my core. Mm-hmm. I was two years out from like a, this terrible heartbreak that made like that I thought of when I heard this song, and like I felt like I hadn't moved on at all. Mm-hmm. So like that line perfectly summed up that feeling for me. That's the worst. It is. And then you realize you haven't. Right. You're like, yeah, I'm good. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, oh, I'm not no. good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, ready? But hold on. Wait, I am ready, but oh. us saying that made me think of this. And my brain is very scattered today, That's everybody, okay. so, like, just bear with me. But I just want to, like, use that as a reminder, like, when you think you're good and then the next day all of a sudden you're not good. Like, healing is not linear. Right. You don't, You something doesn't happen to you and then you're like, okay, I'm better. Right. Like, you're like, I'm better, and then the next week you're not. Yeah. And then you're better. A little bit, and then, like, two weeks mm-hmm. later, you're the worst you've ever been, and mm-hmm. then, like, eventually... Yeah. It's like a trending upward, yeah. up and down. Yeah. And then, like, eventually, you're fine, but there's still gonna be days where you're like, oh, yeah. that sucked. Yeah. But, like, you can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if anybody needed to hear that, but I needed to say it, so... <laughs> okay, friend, tell me about Red. Okay, friend. Um. Okay, so... I love all the singles for the, like, music and bop of it all. Mm-hmm. 22, Never Ever Getting Back Together, I Knew You Were Trouble. 
However, my three favorites from that album, one of them is Treacherous. I love that song. Me too. I love a couple of different lines where she says, um, I'd be smart to walk away, but you're quicksand. And then when she says, I can't decide if it's a choice getting swept away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love how, like the whole song, she says, this slope is treacherous, this path is reckless. Mm-hmm. And then later it's, um, this hope is treacherous, this daydream is reckless. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even if you, like, you know that it's bad and mm-hmm. not good for you, and so you stop it, but then you still think about it. Oh, yeah. And I hope that it could turn around and right. work out. Or, like, you daydream that it does turn around mm-hmm. and work out or whatever. So And I, I, f- I love that, and you. I think you are, like, you, I may say this before you say it, but I love how, like, she seems to understand. Like, everybody looks at hope as this wonderful thing. And, like, right. also hope is awful sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, when it comes to, like, heartbreaking relationships, like, sometimes it's worse to be hopeful. hmm Because it's just, like, taking you down somewhere. hmm You don't want... Welcome to our therapy podcast, this, I guess. This, this setting you up for Yeah, it's, like, setting you up for a worse disappointment, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I wish I had just, like, Not, woken up. You know, yeah. like, ignored Realized, the daydream. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. You're fine. Um, then I have Begin Again and Everything Has Changed. Mm-hmm. Um... So, beginning it, both of which I think of as kind of like, oh, like turnarounds from like, yeah. treacherous and all the bad. So much about Red is sad, but those two are not yes. so sad. Yes. So, I like in Begin Again where she says, I think it's strange that you think I'm funny because he never did after she says, like, you throw your head back laughing like a little kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I picture her being, like, saying something and him, like, laughing and her being, like, taken but, off guard, oh, you know? Yeah. Um, and then where she says something about, like, all I've known the past eight months is, or something. Or, um, what is it? I've been spending the last, last eight, eight months, months thinking all love ever does is break and burn and end. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that part. I do too. And then, and everything has changed. All I've known is pouring rain. Um, and then, um, where she says, your eyes look like coming home. Mm-hmm. I like that. But then I also, like, music part-wise, the, um, I just want to know you better. Like, that little repeat yeah. of that and how she does that musically is catchy and I like it. I love in that one when she says, um, I don't remember what she says right before it, but then she says, so dust off your highest hopes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and that also, I think, is echoed in Begin Again where she's like, I spent the last eight months yeah. Thinking everything ends, and yeah. so like no more hope for me. Right. And then she's like, I met someone. And new. then I watched it. Yeah, again. like and and the fact that it was like on a Wednesday in a cafe, like mm-hmm. a random day of the week in the most casual right. situation, you right? Know? Where you wouldn't expect it. Right. Right. Okay. Are we ready for 1989? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't have a lot to say about the album. Like 1989. Like I loved it at the time, but when I look back, I'm like, that's not the album that I want to listen to. But I do have some favorites from it. The first being Out of the Woods. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have I been there with a trash man? <laughs> you, know, you know, just being like, okay, are we good? Yeah. Will we be good next week? Right. Will you completely ignore me tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Is this where this ends? Are we going to limp along for a little while longer? Like, in this song, she perfectly encapsul- encapsulates. Mm-hmm. What are words? The anxiety and the uncertainty that comes with having a relationship that has an inevitable end. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my favorite line from that is, again, the bridge, when she says, Remember when we couldn't take the heat? I walked out and said, I'm setting you free. But the monsters turned out to be just trees, and when the sun came up, you were looking at me. So, like, very much, like, you know, all of these things that we, like, looked at as big, scary things and decided to end this relationship. Like, it turns out they weren't that big, and mm-hmm. we were just two people who couldn't get it together. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually on us. I also love clean. I love that. I know I just got done talking about how hope is actually a dangerous thing, <laughs> which um, that's actually a Lana Del Rey quote. Like, hope is a dangerous thing to have, but I have it. But I do love the hope of that song. Like, there was, um, like, she even ex- explains it that way where you're like, I spent so much time being heartbroken over this person. And then all of a sudden, like, I realized he and I were both in London that day and I didn't, like, care to see him. Not yeah. in, like, a, I don't want to see him, but in a, like, no, I'm good. Like, it's fine. Right. My favorite line from that is, there was nothing left to do. When the butterflies turned to dust, that covered my whole room. Mm-hmm. So I punched a hole in the roof, let the flood carry away all my pictures of you. The water filled my lungs. I screamed so loud, but no one heard a thing. Like, I love that. Because, <laughs> like, she's, like, going through this horrible thing, and, like, everybody's looking at her, but nobody saw, like, what she was going through, which I think is relatable. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then my very favorite song on this album... And another one of my most favorite songs of hers is This Love. Mm -hmm. And I think I love it so much because it was meant to be on Red. And Mm -hmm. I love Red. Mm -hmm. It sounds like Red. It does. Like the lyrics do at least. Um, And I I also love how hopeful and romantic this one is. I personally never had like a love slip away and come back. Mm -hmm. But I have wished for it. And in the movies that I play in my head, (laughs) this is a perfect soundtrack for that reunion that will never happen. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's an underrated track and deserves more love. This is also the last song I think reminded me of that thing from high school that I mentioned earlier. A lot of time has passed by, like, by the time the song had came out, come out. And I think, like, this was the perfect song to help me say goodbye to that chapter and also mostly close off those feelings. My favorite line from that is, once again, The Bridge. And it's, your kiss, my cheek, I watched you leave, your smile... My ghost, I fell to my knees. When you're young, you just run, but you come back to what you need. Okay, so on 1989, um, I also had Out of the Woods, and I had that whole part that you said as your favorite mm. um, lyrics in mine as well. But then I also had the, um, remember when you hit the brakes too soon, 20 stitches in a hospital room when you started crying, baby, I did too, but when the sun came up, I was looking at you. Um, just because of the, like, direct relation to what happened with Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also, I, this might be a stretch, but maybe not. Um, the, like, when you hit the brakes too soon part, like, being not, like, a literal... Right, like, it know, could be, like, hey, we quit the relationship yes, too soon. Yes, before, yeah. Yeah. So, um, for people who don't know, like, her, that's a reference to an, a snowmobile. I think it's a snowmobile accident that her and Harry Styles got into where they like had to get stitches and stuff and apparently you know but like you're right it could also be mm-hmm. like an, an allusion to the fact that they ended it like ended quick. things maybe a little preemptively right 
Um, and then I have um, Style is one of mm, my favorites. It's a good one. Um, anything that mentions James Dean, I'm going to love it. <laughs> um, and so that whole James Dean daydream look in your eye, and um, I got that red lip classic thing that you like is, you know, my, like, aesthetic that I yeah. want. Um, and then same with the, like, long hair, slicked back, white t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Good girl faith in a tight little skirt. That whole part. Um, it's fun. And then In Wildest Dreams, which is my favorite, um, probably on the album. Um, I can see the end as it begins. My one condition is Say You'll Remember Me. Yeah. Which, you know, when I, like, really paid attention to the lyrics, I was like, I mean, it makes sense that in the video he was married. Right. And she knew. Right. And, like, we should have known if we paid attention to the lyrics while we watched it, then we shouldn't have been, like, shocked at the end. Right. You know? And I think also, like, because she has explained that, like, that song, a lot of people think of that song as, like, you, what you say as you realize the relationship's ending, and it's very much her writing it as the relationship is starting. Right. And she already knows, like, like I it's can doomed. see the end as it begins. Yeah. You know, like, and she it's, knows. But, like, what, how sad for her. Uh-huh. Like, she's good now. Right. But, like, how sad for her that she was, like, this has not even started yet, and I already know, you're like, you're going to leave soon. Yeah. So, like, just remember me. Uh, yeah. I love that for her. Um, honorable mentions, Blank Space, This Love, yes. and Bad Blood. Just because they're fun. And I do like This Love a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Alright, so we're going on to Reputation, Amanda's mm-hmm. very favorite album. <laughs> this one I did not have any honorable mentions, and I had exactly <laughs> three that I liked from this album. So This is not your... Like, when she had, like, her tour outfits for this, and they're all, like sequiny leotards with like thigh high boots. I was like, I want to wear that every day. Yeah. I loved the aesthetics for this album. But as I was going through and listening, I was like, you know, I don't really like resonate with any of these. Like, so it's right. not like it's a fun album for sure and I do like it, but it I I wish I resonated with it more, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um so, do you know? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I mean like half of these out half of these songs on here are love songs. Yes, but then she's... Yes, that's true. You're right. I just think of it as being so angry. And so, like... Have you met me? I know, but, like, then you have to go through the horribleness to, like... I'm in the horribleness! (laughs) Okay, but... I don't want to... I don't want Kanye to try to ruin my life. Kanye to try to ruin your life. All of these failed relationships. Yeah. I mean... It's a lot. It it was a lot. But, like, she got a good one out of it. So it's fine. She's good now, but... Um, but anyway, I don't have a lot of deep emotional, like, whatever connections to these, so I'm just gonna, like, list the song and my favorite lyric. Mm -hmm. So first I have Ready For It. Like, that's a fun bop. Mm -hmm. And I love, um, Knew I Was a Robber, first time that he saw me, stealing hearts and running off and never saying sorry. But if I'm a thief, then he can join the heist and we'll move to an island and he can be my jailer, Burton to this tailor. Every love I've known in comparison is a failure. Love that for her. I also just love, love the, the Liz Taylor. Taylor yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like how clever. Yeah. Um. Also love King of My Heart. Mm-hmm. My favorite line being, "Is this the end of all the endings? My broken bones are mending from all the nights we're spending up on the roof with a schoolgirl crush, drinking beer out of plastic cups. Say you fancy me, not fancy stuff. Maybe all at once, this is enough. Mm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Like I. I don't know. I lo- like. I literally love everything about that song, and I'm like so happy for her that she has that. Mm-hmm. But my favorite song on the album is "Getaway Car." Mm-hmm. 
I love how she like took this um, like love triangle she was in. Like this is about um, her breaking up with Calvin Harris just to start dating Tom Hiddleston, just to leave Tom Hiddleston for current boyfriend Joe Allen. Right. And um, I just love the like visual she's giving us as like this bank robber like heist runner mm -hmm. but my favorite line is i'm in the getaway car i left you in the motel bar took the money in the bag and i stole or put the money in the bag and i stole the keys that was the last time you ever saw me mm -hmm. i love that okay friend what is your favorite i'm interested to see how this goes for you because i know you don't love this album okay oh sorry we both like bumped bumped the into the thing so sorry okay um so let me talk about, uh, first, this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, I do love that one. Um, I like the line, stab me in the back while shaking my hand. Mm -hmm. I also just like the whole first little chunk that's like a Gatsby reference. Yeah, um, feeling so Gatsby for that whole year. Yep, and it talks about the pool. and Jump the, into the pool yeah. from the chandelier. Yes. I do love that. Okay, that's just about it. It's just, and that one's fun. It is to, fun. like, sing along to I it. also love when she says, here's to my real friends. They don't care about the he, he said, said, she, she said. said. Yes, I made definitely. that an Instagram caption once, but I've since deleted it because that person was not my real friend. So true. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute, too. Oh, Lord. Um, okay. Um, I did something bad. Is like, really fun for Ooh. me. Because it's not me. It is not you. But it's, like. But it could be. It could be. You have some energy of that flowing through you. Thank you. Um. I like the whole, um, I never trust a playboy, but they love me, so I fly them all around the world, and I let them think they saved me. They never see it coming, what I do next, this is how the wor world works. You gotta leave before you get left. Mm -hmm. I, I also like love, I'm gonna censor this, because we are not explicitly rated, mm -hmm. but I love when she says, if a man talks crap, then I owe him nothing. Uh -huh. I don't regret it one bit, because he had it coming. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just like the energy of that. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, delicate is my, the probably the only one that I like genuinely am like I love this, mm -hmm. and most of it is because it's so like different mm -hmm. and like soft. You want to know why? And not angry, huh? You want to know why it's like that? Because it's delicate. Because it's a track five. Oh, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> um, so. Um, and I like that she says, this ain't for the best. My reputation's never been worse, so you must like me for me. Like, I like that whole, like, you must like me for me mm -hmm. idea. Like the build-up to that, yes. yeah. And then I like that she says, is it cool that I said all that? Is it chill that you're in my head? Because I know that it's delicate. Just the, I feel like I relate to the being worried. Like, is it okay that I say, said mm -hmm. that? Like, are you going to freak out and leave? Right. Because I said that, because I know this is yeah. a sensitive thing. Especially, like, when it's, like, early in things. Yes. And you're like, I don't want to freak you out, right. but, like, I like you. Yeah. Is that cool? Yes. Or even, not even if it's actually a thing yet. Just, yeah. like, you want it to be a thing. It's just a flirtation Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are we on Lover now? Yay. <laughs> okay, I feel about Lover the way you feel yes, about Reputation. Yes. I do not like the al the songs on this album that I like. I really like, but I do not like yeah. this album as a whole. Lover um, felt like I could breathe again. Lover felt like I, that's where she lost me. That's when she stopped <laughs> asking me for my diary pages and was like, hey, I don't need your help anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do have a few that I like. 
And again, like I don't, aside from one song, I don't really resonate with this album at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to give you titles and lyrics. Mm -hmm. The first is Cornelia Street. Mm -hmm. And I love the, um, the line, well, lines. Back then we were card sharks playing games. I thought you were leading me on. I packed my bags, left Cornelia Street before you even knew I was gone. But then you called, showed your hand. I turned around before I hit the tunnel, sat on the roof, you and I. I hope I never lose you. Hope this never ends. I'd never walk Cornelia Street again. Mm-hmm. Like, I I love how I said I was just going to do lyrics, and now I'm like, and here's my explanation. <laughs> but I love that feeling of, like, you know, like, you know, even if it's just your friend, like, if you're in a place and you're, like, having a good time, and mm-hmm. you're like, if we ever fall apart, like, mm-hmm. I will not be able to come to this place again because, like, this was our place. Yeah. I love that. I love how she, like, puts that into mm-hmm. a story. Yeah. Um, of course, I have to put my sad bop death by a thousand cuts yep. on here. Yeah. Um, and I love when she says, I dress to kill my time. I take the long way home. I ask the traffic lights if it'll be all right. They say, I don't know. And what once was ours is no one's now. I see you everywhere. The only thing we share is this small town. Mm-hmm. I love that, like... And this did not hit me until much later, but when she says, I asked the traffic lights if it'll be all right, like, the way you look for comfort in, like, little things, where you're like, okay, if this light turns green in five seconds, it means that he'll come back and Mm -hmm. we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I am assigning this duty to this traffic light. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then the traffic light turns green in 15 seconds, you're like, oh, crap. (laughs) But I do love that. And then my very favorite song on this album, and another one that I think is probably one of her best written songs of all time, is The Archer. Mm-hmm. It's another track five song. Mm-hmm. This one I do relate with a lot. I like that it's sort of an introspection on like what went wrong with things for her and how she feels about them now. So like this is kind of another, like Back to December was one of the first songs where she was like, hey, like maybe this one's on me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this one, she's like, hey, sometimes things were done to me, and sometimes I was the one doing the things. Mm -hmm. Um, Several of the lines hit hard for me, specifically when she mentions cutting off her nose to spot her face, because I've been known to do that Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite lines, though, are, who could ever leave me, darling, but who could stay? Because, like, there, there is that feeling of, like, yeah, I'm great. Mm-hmm. Like, who could ever, like, dare to leave me? But also, I'm a nightmare, so who could stay? Mm-hmm. Like, there is that duality, like, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And then I love, I wake in the night, I pace like a ghost, the room is on fire, invisible smoke, and all of my heroes died all alone. Mm-hmm. Help me hold on to you. So, like, specifically with anxiety, like, because that's what I think of when, like, the room's on fire, but... It's invisible smoke, so it's only on fire for me. Right. Like, everybody else in the room is fine, but, like, I'm falling apart. And, like, she's saying, like, I've messed up so many things before this. I'll probably mess this up, too, so you have to help me. Mm-hmm. Please don't leave. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite line is, they see right through me. Can you see right through me? They see right through me, and I mm-hmm. see right through me. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put me together again. And all of my enemies started out friends, so help me hold on to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, Amanda, you know, uh-huh. I've had a lot of instances where people who were allegedly friends ended up being snakes in the grass. Um, I mentioned one earlier when I talked about Better Than Revenge, but there's been another one more recently that, like, you got to witness. Uh-huh. Um, that was, you like, were, a part of? 
Yeah, like you were a part of that whole situation, and I mean, you know, we don't, we're not friends anymore, mm-hmm. and like, just that line, just the thought of like, all of my enemies started out friends, mm-hmm. like, thank you for putting it that way, yeah. Taylor, because that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I love that she begins and ends the song by saying, combat, I'm ready for combat. Mm-hmm. So the first time she says it, it's like, combat for combat's sake, mm-hmm. like I'm so used to fighting, so I like, bring it on, I don't care. Yeah. And then at the end, she's, like, she has something to fight for. So, like, she's ready to fight for it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. All okay. right, friend. Lay in on your favorite album. I love this one. Um, okay, so honorable mentions. I forgot to, I forgot that you existed. Just mm. a bop. Um, London Boy. I just think it's super cute. And I like how he says the thing about his scooter. I don't know what it is at the That's beginning. That's Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah, from an interview. He's yes. like, we could go riding on my scooter. Yes. I'm not going to do the accent. Right, but, but, but it's so cute. Um, and then, I think he knows. That's such a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I love Cruel Summer so, 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 so much. Um, the part where she says, I scream for whatever it's worth, I love you, ain't that the worst thing you've uh, ever heard? And yeah. then she says, um... He looks up grinning like a devil, which mm-hmm. I didn't know what she said for a long time. <laughs> we were in the car, like, all the way back from the beach, yeah. and you are like, I don't get it. And I was like, he looks up grinning like a devil? And you said, oh, that's what she said? I thought it was, like, he looks so pretty. That's what everybody maybe. thought it was. He looks so pretty like a devil. Yeah. But, like, I loved that part anyway because of how it sounded, like, musically, but then... And also that she's screaming it, which yeah. makes it sound so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that whole bridge is great. Yes. Okay. So I kind of cheated just now because I talked a lot about that, but I have three other songs that I'm talking about. <laughs> um, okay, also I put Death by a Thousand Cuts. Mm-hmm. My lyrics that I put there were, um, I looked through the windows of this love even though we boarded them up. Because mm-hmm. I just think that's so like, smart. Like, have you seen Someone Great on Netflix with Jane the Virgin? And no, Brittany? but it's okay. on the list. Watch it because, so... The director or writer or whoever of that movie was inspired to write it because of Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift wrote Death by a Thousand Cuts because of that movie. Like, she was watching the movie. And there's a scene, I'll send you to the scene, Um, it's on YouTube later, but there's a scene, like, the whole movie is, like, Gina Rodriguez, like, coping with a breakup as she's about to, like, move out of state. And at the end, she's, like, sitting on the subway and she's, like, writing a letter about, like, the relationship ending and her, like, coming to terms with her not being able to, like, get it back. Mm-hmm. And that moment inspired Death by a Thousand Cuts. Cool. So they, like, inspired each other in a circle. That's really great. cool. Um, I also put Lover, like, the song Lover. Um, for the ladies and gentlemen, will you please stand with the with every guitar string, <laughs> guitar, how she says it, with every guitar string, <laughs> scar on my hand, um, just because of, like, the fact that she, all of her breakups right. are reflected in her music and, and how like, you, inspired mm-hmm. her. So, the fact that she said She's guitar like, strings. After are, all these all breakups. This, yes. Um, this. Yes. I take this magnetic force of a man to be my lover. Um, my heart's been borrowed and yours has been blue. All's well that ends well to end up with you. I my love that. My best friend from college use that as her Instagram caption to announce her engagement. And I was like, that's that? good. It's like, man, I'm mad at you for thinking that yeah. first. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it's like, like you just said, like it was all worth it. Yeah. All the horrible. Um, okay. And then I really love Daylight. That is a good one. Um, 
I like the whole, like, musically how it sounds and the thought of, like, I don't want to see anything else now that I saw you. I don't want to think of anything else now that I thought of you. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing is that she references red, red mm-hmm. and says, I used to think love was burning red, but it's golden like daylight. And I like that reflection of, like, her growth and, like, knowing what love actually is mm-hmm. and should be from being, like, crazy and passionate and whatever to being, like, actually, like... like safe and Safe shiny. and happy. I also love that because in the liner notes for Red, mm-hmm. she's like, this love that I'm writing about is Red. It's all these things. She's like, love should be golden and maybe one day I'll find that. But for yeah. now, here's, like, however many songs right. about a love that was Red. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she found it. Yeah. Good callback, Taylor. Yeah. Love that. I also love when she's like... Back and forth from New York, sneaking in your bed. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, Scandy, but okay. <laughs> Are you? Is that your all of yours for lover? My, yeah. Okay, cool. So now we're moving on to folklore, the surprise secret Ugh. album. I love folklore <laughs> because I love words. This music was not going to catch you because it's no, very folksy. I struggle, but I love it. I loved this album. Like the storytelling was at its peak in this and mm-hmm. in Evermore. Mm-hmm. And I liked that her song stopped being autobiographical and that she just started telling us stories about imaginary people. Mm-hmm. My favorite... Okay, so I'm going to give a like a little shout-out to August because after she did Better Than Revenge, for her to come back in this album and to write a song from the other girl's point of view, mm-hmm. the girl who a guy cheated with, and to show, like, how sad the situation was for her and how she, like, she had hopes, too. She wasn't just a villain, you know? And I love, mm-hmm. I just love the juxtaposition of it all. Yeah, I did like that one. Um, Let's see. Okay, and, like, this is rare but great because it forces you to really, like, step into those shoes and see things from a different perspective because things are rarely ever black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite line is, back when we were still changing for the better... Wanting was enough. For me, it was enough to live for the hope of it all. I canceled plans just in case you called. Meet me behind the mall. Mm -hmm. The idea of, like, you know, back when we were, like, back when we were kids and we were still learning and it was, like, acceptable to mess up. Mm -hmm. And the idea of, like, I was just living for the hope of it all. Like, you know, because you skate by on that, like, maybe this will work out and it'll be fine. Uh And then, like, in the back of your mind, you know it's not fine. Yeah. Okay, but my real first entry in this list is This Is Me Trying. Mm -hmm. And I literally wrote, okay, but it's more like This Is Me Crying. (laughs) I feel very much, like I resonated with this song so much. I feel like it was written for and about me just a little. Mm -hmm. And in this song, she has this very like haunting, lonely feeling of like, hmm, I thought my life would look way different, but here we are. And this isn't what I wanted or planned for or asked for or anything. And then if you're like me and you're like a perfectionist and you have... I'm not technically diagnosed with anxiety, but, like, I know I got it. Mm -hmm. You always feel like you have to be perfect, but it's okay to just be doing your best. Mm -hmm. And sometimes all you can do is show up. And I think this is the song for the person who's like, okay, this sucks, and I know it could be worse, but also I'm having a time here, but but I am here, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say, and you may not want me here because I barely want me here, but here I am on your doorstep. And yeah, I hit my peak in high school and was on the right track, but now I can't even see the track. Mm -hmm. And there's so much wasted potential. And I'm sorry that I'm constantly full of rage, but I have to be because just under that is just an ocean of sadness. And if I let that out, it may never stop. Mm -hmm. And this isn't the life I planned. And then at the end, where she's speaking very directly to a person, 
And she says, it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound. It's hard to be anywhere these days when all I want is you. You're a flashback in a film reel on the one screen in my town. Mm -hmm. She very well could be talking to a specific person, but when I'm listening, it feels like she's talking to, like, a previous version of herself. Mm -hmm. And being like, hey, you had your crap together. Please come help me. Yeah. I miss you. Your highlight reel plays on repeat in my head all the time, and I wish I was still you. Mm -hmm. Um... All that to say, my favorite line from the song, though, is, They told me all of my cages were mental, so I got wasted like all my potential. And my words shoot to kill when I'm mad. I have a lot of regrets about that. I was so ahead of the curve, the curve became a sphere. Mm -hmm. Fell behind all my classmates, and I ended up here. Mm -hmm. Like, ouch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I love that. I feel like That's that was just, one. like, a well-written, like, look into the anxious 20-something. Yes. Um, my next favorite is The One, and it's just a well-written song about the aftermath of a breakup, but, like, years and years later, mm -hmm. which we've kind of touched on that subject a little bit already in this podcast, but mm -hmm. this really puts, like, the nail on the head. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love the lines, I persist and resist the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different, would everything be different today? Mm -hmm. And then, we were something, don't you think so? Rosé flowing with your chosen family. And it would have been sweet if it could have been me. In my defense, I have none for digging up the grave another time. But it would have been fun if you could have been the one. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite song from the album is Cardigan. Mm -hmm. And I know I said I stopped relating songs back to a previous relationship after 1989. But this and the one sort of took me back to that place, but in like a more peaceful way. Mm -hmm. This song reminds me of the narrative... Like, had things been ended kinder for us, but the bridge sort of describes how I feel about that time now that I'm looking back on it. Mm -hmm. And my favorite line is from the bridge, and it's, I knew you tried to change the ending, Peter losing Wendy. Mm -hmm. I knew you leaving like a father, running like water. And when you are young, they assume you know nothing. But I knew you'd linger like a tattoo kiss. I knew you'd haunt all of my what-ifs. The smell of smoke would hang around this long. Because I knew everything when I was young. Mm. I love that. Um, so I also had the one on here. Mm. Oh, wait. Hold on. Honorable mention. Shockingly, from this album, I did have honorable mentions. <laughs> I just, like, when I listened to this album the first time, I was like, none of that caught me at all musically. I'm not a folk music-y person. Oh, it's, not, it's not dramatic enough for me. Um, so I'm just dying at this album not being dramatic enough. Musically, folk yes. music is not dramatic enough for me. Um, but honorable mentions, I had This Is Me Trying. Mm -hmm. um, Invisible String is really cute and sweet. It is. Um, Illicit Affairs, there's like a specific line. and I Wait, can I guess it? Yeah. Is it Don't Call Me Kid? Don't call me baby. I like that. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. I know you. I know. I know I, I'm <laughs> guessing it. This is me proving that Amanda and I are friends and I know her. I hope is you get it, it right so that you're You not taught me yes. secret language I can't speak with anyone else. You you. It's like you showed me, showed colors, me colors, I colors I can't, I can't see, see with anyone. That, that I knew one. I knew you would like that part. Yes. Um, but the actual songs that are my favorite ones are um, the one I put... Um, but we were something, don't you think so? Roaring 20s, tossing pennies in the pool, and if my wishes came true, it would have been you. Mm -hmm. In my defense, I have none for never leaving well enough alone, but would it, would have, it would have been fun um, if you would have been the one. And then also, when she says, I persist and resist the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different, would everything yeah. be different today? Love that. 
Um, and then I also have my tears ricochet, which I got. That's what, kind of a random for me. I it's a like it's, five. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, where she says I didn't have it in myself to go with grace, and you're the hero flying around saving face. And if I'm dead to you, why are you at the wake? Mm-hmm. That was the part that really got me. If I'm dead to you, why are you at the work? Wake, cursing my name, wishing I stayed. Look at how my tears ricochet. And then I really love Exile. That is the only one that I would say, like, musically, I was like, oh, okay. And it's just because his voice is so, like, Bonnie Bear's voice, insane. like, and he goes on both sides of the spectrum because he also sings really well in falsetto. Yes. Um, I think that's what he's doing. I don't know anything about music. But the way it sounds in that one is just, whew. Yes. Um, but I also really do like when he, he's the one that says, um, which, I mean, she says it's like a similar thing, but from his point of view in the song, when he says, I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending, you're not my homeland anymore, so what am I defending now? Mm-hmm. You are my town, now I'm in exile seeing you out. So I like that when I think of exile, I think of, like, Romeo and Juliet and mm-hmm. <laughs> how he was exiled. So the fact that he's, like, she, she wrote it, but, like, is relating it to being physically removed from a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, alluding to a human in that, so. I also love, um, similar to that in her part when mm-hmm. she says, I think I've seen this film before mm-hmm. and I didn't like the ending, so I'm leaving out the side door. Mm-hmm. Like, because in the song it's very much her decision she's like I've had enough I'm done Mm -hmm. and I I love that yeah I love how they like mirror mirror each other (laughs) (laughs) okay are you ready to move on to evermore yes okay evermore is very similar it's a sister album to folklore so it's still very folksy it's still um imaginary stories she's written for characters instead of stories I mean I I think there's a few that are very heavily influenced by her life but most of them are just stories she made up Mm -hmm. Um, listen, I love so many songs on this album equally, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to highlight three, and the first one is Tis the Damn Season. Mm -hmm. I love that song. I love the story behind it. First off, it's connected to her song Dorothea, also on the album. I like to listen to them back to back and play a music video in my head, but we don't have to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, so Dorothea is from the Sweetheart's perspective, and Tis the Damn Season is from Dorothea's. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's basically like a Hallmark movie, mm-hmm. but a little scandier. <laughs> and um, so Dorothea is a Hollywood actress, and she comes home for Christmas and runs into her high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and they reconnect and have a thing. Taylor doesn't like specify the pronouns in this um, song, which I think she did on purpose so everybody could relate to it. But when I do play the music video in my head, it is like a heteronormative relationship. Sorry, mm-hmm. everybody. That's just... I like to insert myself into things, so that's how that happened. But anyway, they reconnect, and you can see her realizing that she's in love with him and feels most at home and herself with him, and it becomes kind of this, like, will she or won't she as far as whether or not she stays with him or goes back to California. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be a war within herself for that. Like, she says, um, you know, I'll go back to L.A. to the so-called friends who'll write books about me if I ever make it. And things like, like, she, it sounds very much like she doesn't want to go. So, I like to think that she goes back to California, is miserable, and then pulls a Joni Mitchell and just disappears from the spotlight, goes back to Tupelo, and they live happily ever after. (laughs) My favorite line from that song, because it paints such a picture for me, is time flies, 
Messy as the mud on your truck tires. Now I'm missing your smile. Hear me out. We can just ride around and the road not taken looks real good now. Mm-hmm. And it always leads to you in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also super love Coney Island. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the coolest like written song. Like okay. the way it's structured. This is a post-breakup semi-apology song sung from both perspectives. Mm-hmm. The general theme here being, like, sorry that I didn't put you first. Mm-hmm. And they have lines like, sorry for not making you my centerfold, mm-hmm. sorry for not winning you an arcade ring, etc. Mm-hmm. I like the juxtaposition of the tone and the theme of the song against the setting of Coney Island, which is generally known as, like, a super fun, carefree place. Mm-hmm. I also like how musically, I feel like I'm sitting on a bench in an abandoned amusement park wearing a pea coat. It's 42 degrees outside drizzling the wind is blowing hard and i'm trying to figure out exactly where my relationships went wrong mm-hmm. like that's the vibe the first just just the first few notes creates i also like the subtle note nods to taylor's own relationships and the bridge mm-hmm. so the bridge is, which is my favorite line from the song is were you waiting at our old spot in the tree line by the old clock did i leave you hanging every single day were you standing in the hallway with a big cake happy birthday did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray, a universe away? And when I got into the accident, the sight that flashed before me was your face. And I, when I walked up to the podium, I think that I forgot to say your name. Mm-hmm. So I, I think were you waiting at our old spot by the gold clock could be either Joe Jonas or Taylor Lautner. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not. I've not been able to find anything to support that. And then did I leave you hanging every single day? I do think is Taylor Lautner. Yeah. Um, were you standing in the hallway with a big cake happy birthday? Seems to be definitely about Jake Gyllenhaal, who did not come to her birthday party. Did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray is a nod to John Mayer. And when I got into the accident, the sight that flashed before me was your face is mm-hmm. obviously Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. And when I walked up to the podium, I think that I forgot to say your name, I think is a nod to Calvin Harris. And, like, who sings it? Like, so, like, there are parts that she sings, and those are when it was, like, her fault. Mm-hmm. And when, um, also, it's it uh, features The National, and that's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. So, when he sings, like, those are the things that maybe was, like, another, like, the, the dude's fault in her relationships. Yeah. So, I love that. But my absolute favorite song on the album is Champagne Problems. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, this may be her best written song to date. Like, I know All Too Well is one of her best songs, and I've said that repeatedly. But that's, like, autobiogra- autobiographical. Autobiograph- yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, this one is totally, like, made up in her head. So, like, it wins out for me. Mm-hmm. It perfectly tells the story of a failed proposal and the complicated feelings involved in that, and it pulls across the feeling of, like, guilt and shame and remorse really well. I feel like this is her best example of a song that really shows you the story instead of just telling you. It's brutal but effective. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is the bridge. How many? T- I wonder like how many, how many times, times I've said that. Said my favorite line is the bridge. I've mentioned track five in the bridge. Right. But it's your Midas touch on the Chevy door. November flush, your flannel cure. This dorm was once a madhouse. I made a joke. Well, it's made for me. However green our group of friends. Don't think we'll say that word again. And soon they'll have the nerve to deck the halls that we once walked through. Mm. One for the money, two for the show. I never was ready, so I watched you go. Sometimes you just don't know the answer till someone's on their knees and asks you. And I really love when she says, um, however green our group of friends, don't think we'll say that word again. Mm-hmm. 
Because there's a lot of people who are questioning, like, which word they won't say again, like, evergreen or friends. And I'm mm-hmm. like, she's saying friends. Right. And it's, like, how your group of friends, like, you know, when they disband. I mean, because we had, the, like, we had a group of friends that we hung out with. And we were like, oh, yeah, evergreen and fun. Mm-hmm. We don't talk to any of those people anymore. No. Like, we will not call them our friends again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I won't. Right. You might. Um, probably not. But... I don't know. I was like, when I heard that line, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, that's mine. Okay. Um, so, I'm real interested to see what you pick. Well, I do I do like Evermore better than Folklore, mm-hmm. but I just straight up didn't even listen to it at first because I didn't like Folklore at all, and I just assumed that this would be the same, but I do think that Evermore musically has more, like, variety, variety. Um, and so I really liked Willow right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the line, um, show me the places where the others gave you scars. Um, and then when she says, I mean, it's in the chorus, the more you say, the less I know, wherever you stray, I follow. And then, um, I'm begging for you to take my hand, wreck my plans. That's my man. I love that part. Yeah. Also really loved Gold Rush. Um, when she says, what must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes? Um, and then when she says, my mind turns your life into folklore. So that just makes me think of how we just like, we'll take someone and just like build them up and like put them on a pedestal and like, yes. And then when she says, I can't dare to dream about you anymore. Um, and then I also had Tis the Damn Season. Um, and I specifically liked, um, time flies messy as the mud on your truck tires now I'm missing your smile. Hear me out. We could just ride around, and the road not taken looks real good now. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah, um, same. And it always leads to you in my hometown. Um, Sleeping half the day just for old times' sake. I won't ask you to wait if you don't ask me to stay. So I'll go back to L.A. and the so and the so-called friends who'll write books about me if I ever make it and wonder about the only soul who can tell which smiles I'm faking. Mm-hmm. I like that part. I like that one. And the heart. I know I'm breaking is my own. Mm-hmm. And then she also says the um, something about fogging up the windshield and um, there's a there's a there's an ache in you put there by the ache in me. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. I love that whole song. Like yep. that whole song is great yep. lyrically. Okay, that's we did it. it. We did it <laughs> in a fashionably good time. I'm pretty proud of us. I'm proud of us too. This was hard for me to pick. It was hard for both of us, and I still feel like I'm going to be on the way home later and be like, man, I should have picked that one. Yeah. Um, it depends on my mood. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, okay, well, thanks for being my therapist, everybody, because I really <laughs> laid into my past traumas. Um, next week, we're playing a game, and I'm pumped about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep it, like, kind of a surprise. Because mm-hmm, so I'm you'll... playing the game. <laughs> yeah, she's playing the game. I am the game master. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't think we have anything else for y'all. Um. Follow us on Instagram at... What is our Instagram? Probably listen, listen underscore, underscore friend, friend underscore, underscore podcast, yeah. maybe? Let me... Uh, yeah, listen underscore friend underscore podcast. Yeah. I should know that, but I didn't. <laughs> and then... um. If you're on Apple Podcasts, uh-huh. leave us a review. Make uh-huh. sure it's nice. If it's not, include your address so we can talk. <laughs> or just don't. Or you just nice. don't. There's already too much meanness in the world, and I've been through enough. Right. Okay? 
Clearly, clearly, clearly. as we all learned today. Clearly. Um, but rate us and review us if it's nice. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would like to be... We would like to have more than, you know, 50 listeners. So Yeah. Also, I forgot to say but this also, at the top. also, hashtag thankful for... Oh, yeah, for sure. We love all of y'all, but we want there to be more of y'all to love. Yes. And um, I forgot to mention this at the top, but, like, this is special because this is our 13th episode, mm-hmm. and it's a Taylor Swift episode, so how fitting. Very fitting. Okay, so, um, game next week. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, I'm not going to tell you the game, but I'm just going to say, like, maybe if you want to play along, brush up on your Hallmark. Yeah. Okay, we will see. Well, we won't ever see you. <laughs> but we, you will hear us next week. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Thanks for listening.